Battle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. So we're still in the book of Revelation. We are still uh, having John reveal Christ to us. We are at the place now where we are doing future events. So, you know, only God can predict the future. There's, there is some... There's some things here that we'll have some discussions about. Laura has already once, but she's going to again. I'm really afraid now that I forget. Come back I just through <laughs> and talk about what we, where we finished oh, in chapter five. We got to the lamb that was worthy to open the book, and in my Bible, I stopped us at verse ten of chapter five. So I just want to read from five, ten on to the end chapter of chapter five. Ten. Okay, just so we can talk about where we were and then lead us into chapter six. And in Revelation chapter 5, verse 10, where we left off last week, they are praising, they're singing a new song, praising the Lamb who is able to open the seals that was slain and is alive. And in verse 10 it says, And has made unto us our God kings, and has made unto our God kings, nope, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Point being, too many to number, right? Mm -hmm. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. What we said a few minutes ago <laughs> was that sometimes it's just pure praise that is worthy. I mean, God is worthy of just that pure praise. Well, we were trying to figure out who was worthy to open the book. Mm -hmm. So John has been shown this book, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And this, this book is sealed with seven seals. It, we said it looks like the, the way they wrote a will mm -hmm. in the Roman Empire at that time, it would be sealed just the same way. We're, the revealed will of God is what's in front of us. And there's nobody that is worthy to look into it or understand it or explain it until... He's given this vision of the lamb that was slain, who is Jesus Christ. And then all of heaven goes crazy. Mm -hmm. Everybody in heaven, all these thousands upon thousands and ten thousands, are saying, worthy is the lamb. And they're mm -hmm. So the reason they're, they're praising him is because, and what is praising him? The gospel, which is represented by those preachers. Mm -hmm. The church and the, the Old Testament saints, which are represented by the elders. Mm -hmm. And all the angels, created beings, and all the created beings in the universe mm -hmm. are praising Jesus Christ because he is the one worthy of praise mm -hmm. and the only one who can tell us what, what's going to happen <laughs> ahead mm -hmm. and that we can solidly trust for what's going to happen ahead because it's the word of God, the will of God, not just something somebody's making up. Mm -hmm. Right, this is Correct. somebody trustworthy to hear from, and, and they're celebrating. But I said it's going to be—it's an odd celebration because what comes next is not pleasant. It's not like he opens that will and he reads to us a lot of pleasant, wonderful, beautiful things. Not when that yet. will is revealed on earth, there's going to be, problems. and they are above the rainbows. They are above the judgment. They're in heaven with God. The judgment of God on who is down on earth is severe and it is serious severe, yes. and and that's what we're getting ready to talk about and and not to make light of in any way but we started this by saying as wonderful as the gospel is those creatures represent the gospel and everything we get with the gospel death made alive everlasting life forgiveness of sin and ability to live this life all the promises that we get the power of god on this side all the good things we get in the gospel 
Those that reject the gospel mm -hmm. and choose their own way get what they chose. Mm -hmm. In chapter I heard six. It. I heard this. They the get best it. way I heard that said is when the world gets what it wants, they won't want what they get. And that's exactly what's going to be revealed in chapter six. So when that book is open and you're and they're up here praising. Mm -hmm. What they see and think is about truly that terrible too, in some respects. Think about that as how, how we came through Isaiah and how we came through the different books. He allowed other other nations to cause to happen what he said was going to happen, even though that's the thing. Even though you know they get their own judgment in the end, he still allows them. The crucial to point. Do this. The crucial point that we can never forget is this: is the revelation of Christ. Mm -hmm. He's in control of it. He is. Any evil, and evil's going to have its heyday. It is. <laughs> and, and and bad things are going to happen. But that is literally, this is hard for us, that is called the wrath of the Lamb. God allows it to happen. He's not, he's allowing you to have what you chose. He's allowing to have the results of that choice. It was not his, his will that any should perish, but that all would come. Right? It is not the spirit and the bride say come. And he the tries church to says come. He right? tries to tell them here's the things that are going to happen. Because they say, what's going to happen? When, you know. and, and, everybody, and how have you ever said, have you ever listened to a news story about a child being molested? Listened to something about uh, people being murdered? Listened to a bombing somewhere or torture? Killing of a whole group of people like what's going on in, in China and different parts of, and, and in and Ukraine, the Ukraine. All these places. And you say, how long until you're going to do something about this, God? How long are you going to let and this we, go and on? And we actually hear that in this chapter, too. You hear it every day as you look around. Like, God, why are you allowing that to happen? Well, God is only allowing that to happen, that as many as possible he can save. Mm -hmm. That everyone that will come to him will come to him and be in that place of safety. But there's coming a day when he allows to happen what, what they've chosen. And, that, and you're, when those seals are open, you begin to see that unfold mm -hmm. on the earth. And, and that's just kind and, of a... And what, and what, what um, heartbreaking, and at the same time, if you're... Is the time of great tribulation. Great tribulation. Great tribulation. So, I guess when you read this, I, you know, the last verse of chapter 5 says, And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever. Because they're up there here. There is no right. doubt who God is, who the Lamb is, who did all these things, why he's worthy. They all know. But I, what I forgot was verse 13. And I just, I don't know, something about this just stuck, stuck with me this last week. It says, and every creature, every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, heard I say, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and to the Lamb forever and ever. Everything. I, I Sometimes I think it's, I don't know how to say you this, will, maybe you the right not way. You be but, able to not acknowledge who he is. Well, sometimes I wonder why human beings are so goofy that we can't, we just refuse to recognize that he Every is. Every knee will bow. Because Every time that. will confess. Mm -hmm. right? It's going to happen. And, and that's, you're not going to get out of that. No. You don't have to receive his grace and his mercy, mercy and his care. But you are going but to you recognize will confess who he is, who he is because mm -hmm. you can't, it, it will be impossible that. not to. Yep, it says that right? too. 
So when we open chapter, chapter 6 opens, remember we're looking was, at it from heaven's point of view. And the lamb who was worthy, when they looked under the earth, around the earth, above the earth, in the earth, all, in heaven. It's almost like every time one of these seals break, God's protection, his hedge starts to fall, is, is loosed. They you know get, what I mean? They actually are getting what they want. He's like, okay, sisters, I'm backing out of well, this, well, and I'm letting happen. Don't you think he But that? But not because God is out of control. He's not relinquishing control. No, he's he's it bringing through. it to the end mm -hmm. that he's already written. And he's in charge of the entire thing. And he's like, he never backs up from saying that he is allowing this to happen. happen. Just like he And did. God is always sovereign. He's always in control. He's always Lord. Mm -hmm. He's always right and righteous. But you can almost see it's like a it's like a dam collapsing. Every time one of these seals break, it gets a little worse on the earth. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if, because it is as if, he's trying to even in that time period bring any of that will to himself. Mm -hmm. He's not. It's not all at once. It's not all at once. It's one at a time. Some of the other things seals happen break. a little bit so, more crazy. But these are seven seals. So verse verse one of chapter six, and I saw. When the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see. So when he breaks that seal... I think it's really important to pay close attention to the wording because mm -hmm. we're getting into deep, deep things. Mm -hmm. Who's opening the seal? The Lamb the opened lamb. the seal. Who's speaking? The creature. The noise of thunder. And One the, of the, the four beasts Those said, beasts, we said, represent the gospel. Mm -hmm. The gospel is the word of God telling you about Christ being Lord forever and ever, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the gospel says. So this is revealing Christ as Lord. That's you speaking, the word of God. Mm -hmm. The lamb is opening the seal. And then we see an image. And, and when you read that image, I want you to think about what you see. It says, verse 2, And I saw, and behold, a white horse... And he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. This one has had so much, I mean, even as we studied this, you guys we came look back it up, and forth with all kinds of interpretations. If you go look up this verse, You're very, gonna, very good, saved, and wonderful people tell you this is an image of Christ. And very good, saved, and wonderful, going to heaven people that I trust say this is the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. So this is an image to show us something beginning. And what is beginning is the judgment on the earth. Mm -hmm. I agree with and that. God is in control. Christ is in control mm -hmm. of what he allows to happen on the earth. But this person looks a little bit different than the Jesus we see in chapter 19. Mm -hmm. Right? right, This person is allowed to have a crown. They're allowed to have He's authority. A crown. Yeah. He has a bow in his hand. In chapter 19, he has many crowns. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he has a sword. And, and he has tattooed on his and thigh. There are, King and, of Kings and there, are some, there are some um, Bible scholars who say this is Jesus starting out. And I don't... See, I have a problem with that. I think I personally feel like this is the movement of the Antichrist. The fake... Christ, and let the, me tell you, the one who's going to come and have all the And answers. I think this is why we're saying that. First of all, no, Christ is in control. He is absolutely Also know in that we are not the authority. And absolutely second, not. I think the fact that he is on a white horse is something very important to know about, regardless of what you think this image is, what the Antichrist, the person who's called the man of sin, will be on the earth. He will look right. Mm -hmm. 
He's he looks right. And he tries Everybody to will be saying, Christ. somebody's got to figure out what to do about this place. This, The world is going crazy. We need somebody with authority and power. and might, We need a conquering, smart, intelligent leader. Just come in and swoop in. No. And he will look right. It says that if, if it were possible during he that time, the very, the very elect. elect would be deceived. It's not possible. Because you're filled with the Holy Spirit if you're born again. So here's but it looks but, right. but here's my here's my okay, this is me, and I, I'm old. But this and how he's described, and behold, and I saw and behold a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. But if I go to nineteen and I want to hear about my Christ, and I wish Ryan was here, Ryan could do this justice. It says, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he does judge and make war. Can you, can you hear the difference already? Not going forth just to conquer. No, but, but can but you hear it already? Yeah. This guy sounds really weak, but still there. He's on a white horse. <laughs> He's on a white horse. And then in verse 12 of chapter 19, it says, His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. Not just given a crown, but he has many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And there is no doubt. And the no, armies which were in heaven followed him upon my horses, clothes and fine linen. And that's in chapter nineteen. That's in nineteen. So I've and this is at the say, beginning of the tribulation. I've heard people say, well, that's just him right? starting, and I don't know. I mean, I guess that's, yeah, but it just doesn't but, seem that way to me. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to confess to you. Here's why I think that's the Antichrist. Because the smartest person I ever knew about the Bible told me that that was the Antichrist, and that was my dad. And I, and I've just, I agree with I, he's the one, he's the one who said, no, wait a minute, look at what follows him. And then look at what follows Christ. What follows him What follows death. this guy and is famine, famine and death and disease and all those plagues of that final Which judgment. We haven't got there yet, but that's what. So comes if you want to know, you say she doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, I, I got it from my dad. I'm sticking to it, <laughs> and he was a lot smarter than I was. About about but and look what follows chapter 19, Jesus. Yes, there's a battle, but oh, it's but in then, righteousness and truth. And then all and of his he, followers on white horses. Right. We're, we're going to have. So I mean, just look. You so, have to take the whole thing yeah, and all little bits and pieces. And I do think the reason that we have trouble identifying him is that it's going to be hard for the earth, unsaved, to identify him. Mm -hmm. They don't know who Christ They're, is. They don't know the beast from Christ. Because if the beast says the right things and he gives them what they want and he and he makes it look like every he's going to say peace 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 mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. everybody's going to say now this is a godly movement this Yay, is a godly thank man you. here it is yes but see but Jesus the whole book of Revelation tells you imitate. that the Antichrist is going to be the imitator he's, he's an imitator. going to be exactly what his father Satan is is that deceiver, that person who's trying to still win control and be just like God. So you're allowed, you can think you can this think is Jesus starting the tribulation. Mm -hmm. Or you can see this as, a, as the first glimpse of someone who's an imitator. Mm -hmm. What's what will he'll pale but so much in comparison yeah, when the real one arrives. I mean not until you see nineteen. You would think right? that scripture would make him if it was and I know yeah, that Christ have a, I mean even the lamb was dead and is alive. But this Christ just will use him to accomplish his purpose. Absolutely, that's true. So even when the devil thinks he's having a heyday, just like mm -hmm. on the cross, we just came through Easter, everybody said, 
you know, look at look at the victory that, that Satan won on Good Friday. Are you kidding me? Good Friday was the victory of the ages. It, it is, it is the most triumphant moment of Christ. To, to allow himself to die for our sins, to make it all the way. It was not. It looks like Satan wins, but Satan's not winning at all. God's in at charge. All, ever. He never And does. it's the same thing at the end. Mm -hmm. When when the Antichrist, which is in here, the, it, it's all over here, what he's like. The man of sins in Daniel, it's talked about mm -hmm. who this person is. He's going to, it's going to look like the devil's in charge, but guess but what? He he's not. not. He this been. is the, the only one that can open this seal and is tell you how it's going to end up. Is the one that is opens Christ. the seal and tells you how it's going to end up. Right? It's, it's and not saying in charge. Again, it's important to remember that the church is gone here, right? The well, redeemed are. The, the, there's that number, that innumerable number that's in heaven. Right. And there are going to be people, according to chapter six and seven, yes. brought out of this time period. Correct. That are sealed that are going to be in to heaven as well. Absolutely. So again, I'm not going to fall out with so anybody. If you want, wherever you are, his you are. job is to so, try to deceive the very elect. He's that's what his job to conquer and to. You know, we don't conquering. see the man of sin today. We don't see the antichrist in control today. He may be here today. Mm -hmm. There's nothing saying he's not walking on the earth today. But, but we don't this, see that clearly today. But, but even John, in 1 John, said he's among us already. The spirit of Antichrist is among us already. And do you know where he comes Paul out of when John too. says it? Mm -hmm. He doesn't come out of the world. He comes out of the church. church. Yeah. He said the spirit of Antichrist is among us. It's that one that's trying to add the law back in. It's the one that's trying to say, you know, times. I'm a little more saved than you are, the Nicolaitans, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a little higher than you are. Pay me for access to the Father. That that doctrine, Jesus said, I hate. And see, and Daniel, and that was the spirit of Antichrist. See, He's going to be spiritual. And here, my my little bit of two cents here is in Daniel when he sees that fourth kingdom, that kingdom he doesn't understand. That's what it says they do. They try to change times. They wear out the saints. They try mm -hmm. to they try to make things all different. Than They're it was. very spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's and and you see that in the church today. You see a very humanistic, mm -hmm. a very um, a spiritual and soulful religion, but not Christ. Mm -hmm. Not not, not a real image. Christ is kind of simple to understand. I mean, it's you know what he is. The Christian life is is hard, but it's not difficult to understand. No, it isn't. It is, <laughs> it is not. It's simple. The, and the it's fool hard can't it mess it up. There it is. It's a, it, that's right. The right. fool cannot err it. You can. It's you just got to believe it and have faith. But the world would rather have you see it in the church mm -hmm. you, you see it in the church they'll say now you've trusted jesus that's not quite enough, enough. there's a little more you need yeah. to do you you need to you need to make sure that you're on the same level as we are mm -hmm. you know and 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 read these books we're reading and and know do these behaviors listen the bible's enough and christ is enough and it's him and not you and if you really get Christ, it'll change everything about you mm -hmm. from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. He'll change it all. Mm -hmm. But most of all, right, he's finished it mm -hmm. on the cross. You can trust in the finished work of Christ So when this, and nothing added. So when this seal opens, the man of Christ is kind of starting his true work. He might already be here. That's not the man of Christ. The man no, of I'm sin. sorry. The man of sin. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's wrong. okay. The man of sin. But he's, he's regardless of whether this is initiating here. it or this is showing you a picture of him. Here it is. Here's the beginning of it. So going forth to conquer and to conquer. What Which, is that? That's kind of like this image of world war starting, like people mm -hmm. wanting to bring everything under the same umbrella, mm -hmm. conquering, conquering, and okay. to conquer. Right. Okay. And verse three, the second seal. 
And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see. So there's another gospel. Right. And there went out and another, another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that he should kill and that they should kill one another, and there was given unto him a great sword. I feel like I was born in this beautiful bubble, and I don't know how to explain it to you because I can remember now let's just pause for a minute because this is so powerful and so much in this chapter that if you don't make it applicable. You, you feel like you're, you're drinking from it. a water hose, and I do too. So I remember being a little girl, like fourth or fifth grade, and the first time I read the diary of Anne Frank. Right? The first time I heard about Corrie ten Boom. The for, first time I heard anything about World War II and the Holocaust and the things that happened. And then we got a little bit older and found out that our partners during that time period also killed millions of Jews, that Russia itself had killed millions during that time period. Mm -hmm. We never talked about that because they were on our side. But how that happened because of political reasons. But I remember feeling like when I grew up, that could never, ever, ever happen here. Like we conquered the bad guys. And I was born into an era, and I think if you're my age, if you're, I'll be 44, you're older than me, you feel like you were kind of born into an era of safety and the good guys won. Mm -hmm. Good guys always win. And America was the most powerful nation in the world. Mm -hmm. And freedom reigned. And you might, like, we didn't like some of the things maybe that were happening in our culture, but for the most part, we lived in a safe culture. We lived in a, we learned our lessons from those bad things. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. And you can see how we all, we feel it now, and it's going to be worse then that that seal's being open. Like, mm -hmm. the peace that we've enjoyed, now I'm, I'm not ignorant enough to think that there was peace all over the world the whole time I've been alive. Mm -hmm. There's been wars and rumors of wars and, and troubles and, and persecutions and, and troubles. Had, and we've been engaged in war for the last We've had more, I think I over read 20 since years. World War II, we've had more wars across That's than true. Ever. Mm -hmm. But and did you places. not feel like yeah. we were safe here? I, don't, I can remember Olivia being an infant and watching the plane fly into the World Trade Center. Mm -hmm. And I remember feeling like, how is that possible? It's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Because that doesn't happen here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. When, when I was in junior high, we fought wars on TV mm -hmm. in Iraq. We watched them over, like, like you're watching a movie. Mm -hmm. But it would never be here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I watched her and I saw, oh wait, that could happen here. That was here. That can happen here. And I remember Rick's dad was saying, what is this world coming to? Right. He couldn't he even couldn't, fathom no. that we would even have allowed that to happen. Or that yeah. someone would even have thought to do something like that. How did that happen But here? here's the thing, then this, and this seal is, this seal is open. Wait a minute, there's not going to be anybody that, that at peace. That peace that Christ gives us. Well, and, and, that, and you're bringing it to a spiritual thing, thing, but I think even just no, I mean physically. Having, a, having a nation, not perfect, mm -hmm. But that ruled from a place of recognizing. Okay, so here's is. the difference. Look, if you want to see the difference in what I'm saying, and I know I'm getting a lot of things wrong, and people, please forgive me. Okay, I realize it wasn't the same everywhere. But if you look right after World War II, and you have a divided Berlin, mm -hmm. okay, and you look at the side that was given to Russia and the side that was given to the United States, when when you talked about Grandpa, when he was in the army, it was during the Korean War, but he was in Germany. Mm -hmm. What America did on their side was rebuilt the place they just tore up mm -hmm. and handed it back to them in freedom, right? Mm -hmm. 
What did they do on the Russian side until the 1980s? They, they, they oppressed and oppressed and oppressed and oppressed and oppressed, right? Mm -hmm. They did not give it back to them. They didn't want to relinquish control. As Ronald Reagan said, tear down this wall, mm -hmm. right? And, and made them give them back their freedom by just shaming them to death, <laughs> right? That's true. So when America was on the top of the world, and many will say it still is, we'll, we'll see there not everything was perfect but they were trying to rule not that we ruled the world but yes we were the most powerful influence with that peace and safety in mind and and trying to you know what i you get what i'm saying and then we we have in this seal okay wait all of that is gone because this is a time of war where everybody's at war with one another no one is working on peace everybody's actually acting out on the things that maybe have been bottled up for quite some this time. This first guy is still conquering, going forth, right. conquering and to conquer. It, this is the and plan. And then the second seal just t steps Jesus now and the peace back out of here. Just yeah. move the peace back. Again. Right? And then mm -hmm. what, what's really So you've rejected the Prince of Peace and what you've been given is what's it like when there's no Christ in the world? What's it like when there's no governing Holy it Spirit on earth? It doesn't much for human beings. To God is still upset, in control, Right? right? But he has stepped back and let you have what you chose. And again, here's What's that, that situation like? where when you get what you want, you don't want. Let's take God out of everything. When you get what you want, you're not going to want what you get. So is, this is kind of, I mean, you just see it as, okay, as and God allows what? them to have it. He takes the peace from the earth that they should kill one another. So it's not like they're just going to fuss. Mm -hmm. They're going to kill one another. And there was given unto him a great, a great sword. So many are going to die. So it's not the sword of the spirit. It is death. And many are going right. to die in this war. Right. Absolutely. This conquering war to bring everything under one headship. And then look right. what happens next. So this is why I agree with the thought that this can't be Christ. This has to be the Antichrist. All this stuff works together. Now this, the lamb is opening the seals. Right. So okay. when he had opened the third seal, God verse 5, I heard the third beast say, come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Okay, we think, hey, a penny is a good deal. Um, but no, it's not a good deal. A penny deal. is what you would earn if you worked all day long. It's only enough barley and only enough meal to feed you for one day. So if you're a man with a family of, mm -hmm. of six, like my husband has, you decide whether you eat or they eat. You decide whether you Somebody all starve slowly, or you starve quicker, or which ones you're going to save, because this is inflation. This is mm -hmm. the, the ability to buy food is so astronomically high. The price is so high that you can't afford to feed anyone except for the wine and the oil. Now, what's the wine and the oil? That's medicine. Guess what? There's going to be plenty of that because there's going to be plenty of illness in there. Mm -hmm. Right? The wine. That's how they gave medicine mm -hmm. in that time period was with the wine and the oil. Those mm -hmm. are the two ways to administer it. And it says, now, we're not going to, don't hurt the oil and the wine. They still, it, the lamb is saying, there's a little bit of a restriction here. You can't go that far. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm so saying? Like what Even though he's Job. allowed never, you to go this far, you can't go Job. this far. What do you do with Job? You can do this, but you can't do that. So again, even in this is mercy. Even in this is God has not stopped being who he is. He's saving all that he can. He says, I'm going to allow you to be in control. And when you're in control, you're going to wreck it all. People aren't going to be able to feed themselves, but I'm going to make sure there is some help. 
there is some hope. Relief. And then and then what happens? Like and, as we get further into this judgment. So, so as these seals open, when you think about it, when you have war, you have the famine, you have you have all these, right? You're, you're seeing things that usually more people die after a war than yeah, they It's as old as Proverbs. Right? When the wicked are in power, the people, people groan. Mm -hmm. And here they are groaning because the wicked are in power. Mm -hmm. God has withdrawn himself and he has allowed the wicked to rule. And as they rule, it gets worse and worse. And but worse. listen to seven. I mean, look at, look at the fourth seal, verse seven. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, come and see. And I looked you got to read this one slow, right? And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death. And hell followed him, followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, the war, with hunger, famine, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. And when I first read that, I thought, how do you kill with death? Well, let's see, there's poison and pandemics and, um, you know, things like that. And then I thought with the beasts of the earth, you know, I'm thinking first thing I thought was lions and tigers. Mm -hmm. But, you know, wasn't it rats and mice that carried the plagues and carried all of those things that killed so many people in the 1300s, right? So this guy's got death wrapped up. He's got his hands full. What do you think? The late 1340s. These are oh. not scary. <laughs> the play Sorry, I don't know one out of three <laughs> Europeans. Okay, but, go ahead. Sorry, that's not a happy song. I'm no. very sad about it. And this. power was given over that that one to over a fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and with beasts of the earth. I just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> But, I mean, okay. but when you think about that, right? It, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to think about it too long, but you're right, because that this when, is the judgment of our own way. This is the result of our own way. So just think about like where I started out with when you accepted the gospel you got life everlasting. Mm -hmm. And rejection of the gospel is you got death and famine. And yeah. not just death, but death without no following, the second death. This is the second death. Mm -hmm. Not just dying once, but dying for eternity. Listen, you don't want to be here. No, you don't. You want to accept, you want the gospel Actually, of Christ. You I don't want to reject. To That's here. what I'm saying. You don't want to reject that gift of Christ that he's offered you. You don't want to reject it. Not because Christ wants to destroy you. He's told you his expressed will is that none should perish. But when he is rejected and allows us the, the results of our choice, when we get what we want. Not everlasting life, but the second death follows. I wonder what if they realize when they there. say, we don't want him in school, we don't want him in our government, we don't want him anywhere. We just want, you know, I wonder if they have any idea what they're asking for. What they're saying, let us do. We'll take care of our own peace. We'll take care and of God our own And God knows service. what you'll ask for. He's written the end from the beginning. He knows what's going to happen. Trust him. This is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We are allowed to make the choice, but nothing you choose keeps you from the consequences of your choice. Mm -hmm. Right? You, you're not going to outsmart the system. It's already been written. And have you noticed it just keeps getting worse? Yeah, I mean, first it's just a guy on a horse, yes. and then it's and then it's. It's the natural progression of what would happen if you took if you, when you take Christ, Christ out of everything. Yeah, I think that's. I don't know. I and hell it says is with him. Death follows that. Way. And see, we can Death recognize that. I think what I started. I don't even know if I finished my thought. I'm everywhere tonight. 
But when I talked about, like, this wasn't the world I grew up in. I grew up in a world where I felt very safe. And very much like America was the place everybody would want to be like and be, right? But as we watch things change right now, you kind of see. I don't. I don't think we're. I don't think we're in the Great Tribulation. But you no. see how you could be the done. pattern is, and how gradually you lose Everything. what you counted on mm-hmm. and what you depended on, and what you thought would always be around. And this is what we believe. We believe in truth and justice. We believe in righteousness. We believe in godliness. We believe in all these things in this country. We believe in treating our neighbors well. We believe in helping our enemies. We, we believe in forgiveness. Hey, our, one of our greatest trade partners is Japan. Remember them? Mm-hmm. Remember for all, right? That we, this was a nation who believed in those things, right? Mm-hmm. Not a perfect nation in any stretch of the imagination. I'm not, I'm not foolish enough to think we've done everything right. But we have Right, been a place that followed generally those principles, mm-hmm. and we can kind of see us going away from every bit of it now, and and how the results might happen. And when you look at some of these things now, and you and you read Revelation today, this is a blessing book. It says if not to take anything from it or add anything to it, you're blessed if you read it. If right. you're if you're my age and you look at a newborn baby, like a, a friend of mine just became a grandma, and baby boy that they just brought into their family and I think like that baby boy I know this is sad <laughs> don't watch this Karen that baby boy will never know the American I, I was born into mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. they'll never know what the safety and the security and was and probably my grandfather felt the same way about me mm-hmm. she'll never know the values that America had when I was a little boy do you know what I mean mm-hmm. And now, and it ke- and it progressively goes. There's this, I don't. There's a term for it. And I don't remember what it is, but it's where you gradually get used to less. Like you get used to it being broken. Is this the one? And like then you don't think fish tank and or the kind of like a frog in a pot. But that that generation coming up right now is never going to know these things. This this that is normal. It's going to it's going to progressively unless that mom and that grandma and that daddy take the time. To Sure, their children understand. Choose the gospel. Yeah, and, Listen and to the word of the Lord. So, okay, so that's a good point. Except because that. when I was coming up, even before you, when I was coming up, we went to church. You, you maybe didn't have a lot of discussions, but you knew church was important and you had to be there. You Culturally. Knew it, you needed, you right? knew it was part At of your what school, you were. You, probably knew, it was you knew what we were supposed to do. You knew what mm-hmm. things were right or wrong. You didn't. There was consequences even then for right and wrong. But now we're living in a society that wants to say everything is okay. Start talking about things at five and six years old that you're you're a child. You don't even have, why would you even be discussing this with children? Um, and here we are. The parents now might might have been okay in my group to kind of let everybody else because we all kind of were on the same page. But now you can't let someone else teach your children what you want them to know. You have to be involved in that. You know, I say that to Will and Sarah and to all the young parents. You can't let the somebody else tell you, you how can't. to raise your children. You, you if can't let the world not telling them about Christ, they're not going to know. That's right. If they don't see it in your life, they're and it's not, not going to be something know. they even know to look for. They're never going to. You know what I mean? That, that's the, that's the why we're glad we're bringing them to church and we're glad they're they're being because they're not going to even know to look for that. There, they there's can't. no way you would know that. Unless someone shows you the truth. But even at that, and I say this to all the young parents, I'm I'm 
terrified for you parents. You can't just bring your children to church and expect church to be the only place they hear about God. If they don't see you doing it, living it, talking about it, hearing about it at home, they're not going to get it. The world is 90% of their time, and 90% of their time, they're going to be hearing that philosophy. Oh, well, you know, we got to do what makes you happy. And you've got, we've got to make sure that we're committed. Your friend, who's now a grandmother, has got to stay involved in that. And that baby's got a household of people surrounding just him. Love it. To trust. You, know, right. you know, and, and thank God for that. But I always think about the ones that are born without that. Mm-hmm. And, and it really grieves my heart. Like, if, how would you even know what you don't know? You don't. You don't. You don't, you don't know, know what you don't know. So it, it, we can see, just looking at our times, mm-hmm. that as Christ is cast, like pushed away, like you said, the results that are on our culture. But and imagine when the Holy Spirit is withdrawn and the church, and is, the church gone, is gone, and the seals are How broken. much more so that decay will come rapidly. Like, because so, this only takes about if you if you measure this out, Daniel has a prophecy where he measures out these time periods. And as far as that can be understood, the way I've read people talk about, this is like three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about rapid, rapid change. collapse and change, mm-hmm. and a lot of, of violent upheaval in just a short period of time well, look, on the earth. Your first so, one is conquering and conquering. This, you're conquering and to conquer. The second one has a great sword to kill. Uh-huh. The third one is bringing in famine. Um, and the fourth one is killing. Is death. Is death. And look, look what it says. A fourth part of the earth. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of earth. Right? Right? But now you can... But part now, of the earth. So when I read this 40 years ago, when Rick and I first were working in church work, that seemed kind of far-fetched. But it wouldn't be hard right now to figure out how to get rid of a fourth of the earth and a fourth of the green grass and a third of the water. And it, would, it wouldn't be hard at all to figure out that all we need is a nuclear something. or a, It's like roughly two billion people. Mm-hmm. How would we... Two billion people. But still. That's a lot of people. No, I know. But <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm saying is at one yeah. point you couldn't even imagine how that could happen. Now, with the things that we know, it's easy to imagine that that can happen. And we will be doing it. Because God allows it to happen, but we will be doing it to ourselves. Not those that are here will be doing it to themselves. Yes, because they said, "Nope, don't want you to do it." Right? They rejected the gospel of Christ. And let's look at the fifth seal, verse nine. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, "How long, O Lord, holy and true?" Dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season, until their fellow servants also and their brethren should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. That should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. So what's that mean? There's still people here that are going to believe. Mm-hmm. And Christ is saying, I'm going to wait a little longer. Mm-hmm. And now listen, he's saying, I'm giving you this... I'm giving you my righteousness. You don't have righteousness. Even though you died in the faith, I'm giving you that robe of righteousness. I'm giving you safety and protection here in my presence. It's interesting, but isn't it? That there's more to be saved in this situation. And those who died, it wasn't, he didn't forget. He no. didn't just let that happen. And that be no, okay. and, they're, never and, they're, okay. and they're calling out for justice. It is never okay that you Are you going to fix it? And just like you do. 
Just like you do when you see this. How long, Lord, are you going to let the wicked get along with us? Away with us. We do that. Long enough to get all that will come in. And just come in. rest a little bit. A just little rest longer, a little bit longer. Um, I used to not think. I used to think, and I'm, I don't know how I feel about this, but I used. I, I really don't. I'm still winging that in my brain. When the church is gone and the Holy Spirit is let, he who letteth is out of the way. But there is still his people here. Jerusalem, his his tribes of Israel, his nation is still You're here. You're about to see them. And they're going to show up here. Mm-hmm. So there are people whose hearts are going to turn to God. Yes. And people of faith. People I, that I will agree. turn to God and say, wait a minute. There are going to be people that say, this isn't right. This isn't right. This and, is the wrong way to and go. And when he comes back, it, it, that second time, it says that, they are when Satan is loose. There, there he goes and rounds up a whole bunch of people. But there is a whole bunch of people fighting on the Lord's side too. So it's not just over because the church age is gone. There's still that plan that was laid with Abraham. Those that bless you, I'll bless. Though you know, you're my called out. Group. And then, and then again, here am I just being the practical knucklehead, okay? And no matter what you believe about that or what you right. understand about Absolutely. that, that's happening right now. It is. Right now, Satan's winding up and rounding up as many as he can Mm -hmm. to be on that side. You see the division. You see it every Every day. day. Mm -hmm. And the faithful of God, right, are Mm -hmm. putting up with it going, how long are you going to let these these people get away with what they're getting away with? And we're trying to raise our children. And not not that we're perfect in any possible way, saved by the blood of the Lamb, by the grace of God through faith. But we're trying to say, you know, don't forget. Tell our kids, don't forget. Trust in the Lord. I know it looks crazy out there, but God is still right. He's going to keep his promise. They'll say, one of the places the Bible says, you'll say, they've been saying he's coming back since I was a little kid. Where is the coming? Where is it at? And that's exactly what they're saying or today. Say, and the and say, people that know the Lord are saying, just wait, he's coming. Or the, just one, wait. Or the ones that say, well, so, if there was a God, he wouldn't let that happen. He wouldn't let Regardless this of how you interpret Revelation chapter 6, mm-hmm. this is happening right now. The, the warm-up to this is happening now. What's it say? It, says it, it is, it, you are in shadows. battle ready. Mm-hmm. A battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are in a daily battle for the life of your family and your children and your soul. And Christ has already won the battle. You lean into him and you trust him and you keep doing what he got you to do and let him change you and influence you. He, the enemy doesn't have a chance to win. All he can do is roar mm-hmm. and scream and holler and threaten the best and he thing. can't win. I think that's the best. It's already been written that. Uh, Richie Neal ever said, and I, I don't know if you can remember how he said it, but could, because when you told me that, I thought, you know what, that is so true. If you can just remember that all I can do is holler and yell and, and stir you up. Can't touch me. You can't do anything as long as you remember that it's Christ who actually is in control of everything. Yeah. He can't bother you, but he's going to yell and scream and carry on and make you doubt and worry and think and, you know, try to act without God. He's going to do Keep that. That's doing what Satan's what job you is. Know to do. Right. So, and here it is. So, again, the first one, I hate to say, keep saying this, but yeah, I just want to make the point. Yeah. The first one's going forth, conquering and to conquer. The second one has a great sword. The third one's going to starve you to death. The fourth one is, is death, death. and disease and the and results the of all that came before. one is going to martyr people for their belief in God. In other words, they're going to get to the point where they say the whole reason this plan failed is because, because these people who believe in God are such hate-filled villains 
that if we don't destroy them, we'll never create a good earth on this side. They have to be killed. And remember this. They, they have to be killed. Do you Somewhere not see that now? You know, there are people that already say that on the internet right now that say that what would make the world a better place is if we killed all these Christians. That's already being said in wild circles. But it's going to be said openly and publicly at this time that if we don't get rid of these people with their archaic beliefs in God, we'll never be able to build heaven on earth here. We'll never be able to build paradise here because they're what's keeping it from happening. And we've got to get remember, rid of these. There a, and there are a lot of somewhere that says, and they'll think they do God a favor. So if they don't, if they don't pledge their allegiance to the Antichrist, to the, this, and when I say that, I think you think of some kind of crazy thing from a movie. This is a political power. This is a... This is a human being mm -hmm. given empowered by Satan. When this sounds really good and in when the he beginning. Shows up, he's going to have peace and he's going to solve all the problems. Sure. And he's going to make contracts with everybody and he's going to have peace in Jerusalem and say, hey, look, we got it now. And Finally, then when he makes it. peace in Jerusalem, and he's going to walk into the temple and declare himself to be God. Mm -hmm. And when he does that, it's over. <laughs> he's going to walk into the temple and say, and, I, I, and people are like, well, who would ever do that? What an arrogant person. That's what humanism does now. Humanism says, you don't need a God, you are a gods. Mm -hmm. You're a bunch of little gods. You just be God and make heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the religion. It's not only in the world now, it's in the church. Mm -hmm. The church says you're a bunch of little gods. And listen, be careful with that because there are places where God says, I've made you an heir and a joint heir to me. I've made you sit with Christ in heavenly places. I've called you little G, God's, God meaning I've made you one of my children mm -hmm. is what God means. Priests. Did we, did we start with the white horse or not? There's always an imitation that looks very much like the real thing. But what humanism does is say, you don't need Christ to make that happen. You don't need the sacrifice of the lamb. You don't need that. You can do it all on your own. You're not a sinner anyway. You, you're fine just the way you are. Who told you you were wrong? Who told you you were messed up? Who told you you need to repent? That's like what? Right? Isn't that you what don't that, need to repent. Isn't that, what, the Satan, isn't that what Satan said to It's you? happening right now. He just knows you're going to be like, God, you're going to be like It's him. everywhere now, and it's going to be more so at the end. And as we come closer to the end, and they're literally going to say, we can make this place perfect if we could get rid of the people who believe in God. And they'll think right. they've done God a favor by mm -hmm. killing them. Mm -hmm. And it will seem like a righteous act. Mm -hmm. And it will be the most evil, horrible, Satan-controlled situation on the earth. Under the authority of Jesus Christ, he's mm -hmm. going to let them have the results of their choices and their actions. Mm -hmm. He never cedes authority. No, he never does. He's the only one worthy to open the So seal. let's go to the sixth seal. And reveal because I want you to know we have a little interruption Sorry. between the sixth and seventh seal mm -hmm. that's kind of important. But the sixth seal, listen to what the sixth seal is saying. I'm not, don't be sorry. I don't mean anything like that. And it says, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell onto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heavens departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men, listen to this, this is the verse. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and 
who shall be able to stand? I'm on the stand. I'm not going to be down here under this judgment when the wrath of the Lamb. I'm not appointed under wrath. Right. I'm not appointed under wrath. Yes. I, I've been sealed I've by been the blood of Christ. I've been right. I, I am. I am going to stand in that day mm-hmm. and see and what God sad. allows to happen. But I want the sky rolls up like a scroll. Earthquakes. Just imagine the atmosphere. What causes that? Can you think about that? I, I, I thought about. It sounds nuclear. It mm-hmm. sounds like some. But I don't think a nuclear bomb compares to the power of God. What mm-hmm. What happens in this time? Is something the earth has never known and can't even imagine. The, the way it's breaking up, the way it's dissolving, the way mm-hmm. that no matter what power or might or, or preparation you've had, you're finding a, a hole to crawl into to save you because there's nothing to save you. I went to the rocks to hide my face. You know? The rocks cried out, no hiding place. There's no hiding place. Whatever's happening here, as John sees it, is something that he, he doesn't even hardly have the words to tell mm-hmm. you. He said, "It's like it's like the sky rolled up, mm-hmm. the air, which falling. makes me think the ar- the atmosphere has been mm-hmm. forever damaged, or, or or at least partially damaged until God would choose to repair it away. There's something really, really wrong here. So where's your so where's all the houses? Why are we running to the mountain? What mountains are you going to run to from here? What caves? Are what cave here? are you going to run to? Where are you and is go? that and it's not going to help? They're going to do it. They'll wish it could fall on them. And it's, it's not going to help. And it's funny because it's not funny at all. It's not funny. It's not funny. Odd, but it's odd that they know it's the wrath of the Lamb. Yes, they do. They know every. I think everybody has that thing inside of them. They know there's a God. They know. I don't believe for a minute that an atheist really doesn't believe there's a God. They know because that's built into you. And it, it, in Scripture, many times like this, they already know the answer. They you know, know the worst part what is, it is. It doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. It, it this will far. be this way because God wrote the end of the story. But it didn't have to be this way because mm-hmm. he shed his blood for all. Mm-hmm. He died for every single human being. He, he extended his mercy and grace. He left nothing out mm-hmm. to save the worst among us. There's, there's no restriction causing you not to come to him and surrender your life right now and recognize him as the Son of God and King of Kings and Lord of Lords, you will recognize him as that, whether you like it or not. But you will either recognize that under this time of grace where there's a chance for you to become his child and live with him forever, or you will recognize that in a time that's too late when you're crying for the rocks and the mountains to fall on you, and you've been given the result of your own choices. You've watched what happens when man truly does think he's God and is allowed to pretend to be. Under the authority and the auspices of God the Father, right? That man of sin, we keep talking about the, the beast or the Antichrist, whatever people want to call him. His number is 666. Man, man, man. Man, man. man who thinks he's God, mm-hmm. given the ability. Who's believed the lie. Who's listened, who's to, listened Satan to Satan and believed and the listen, lie. And believed the lie. And been, been able to try to do it on his own and see what the result of that mm-hmm. is, is the end of that sixth seal. And we just, as those seals break, he's revealed to you the progression of the end. And here's how it happens. Here's how it lays down. And how and how horrible that's going to be. And I when I thought and I don't think this gets changed. Mm -hmm. This is the will of God. This is going to happen. This isn't what He wanted to have happen. But But it is what well because He's he's sovereign. He knew it would happen, and and He still saved as many as He's just as possible. He can't not be just. God knew the end from the beginning. What did He say in the beginning of Revelation? I am the beginning, and I am the end. He's both. He is both the one that extends you forgiveness and grace, and he's the one that will allow you to have the choice of your 
the consequences of your decisions. Um, in verse 15, it says, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, you know they already have men, bunkers and men, places for people men, to go, men. right? Yes. They have places well, for them to hide, but this isn't going to matter. It's and then it matter. says, Chief captains and mighty men. Warriors. But then it says, Every bondman and every free man. So it doesn't exclude anybody. It's everybody who's left here. You all, it, all of a sudden, those ranks don't mean anything. Not those he was waiting to seal. Not those he handed the white robes to. Not those 24 elders in the... Not any of those guys. But when, when that mercy has ended, because he has saved all that will come unto him. Mm -hmm. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? I, will, I don't want to be here. Mm -mm. I want to be gone. So from my perspective, um, church, we can't forget. we got to stay focused. we got to stay in the Word of God. we got to know what it says. we got to do our best to try to understand it, live it, practice it, teach it. If you've been in church a long time or a while, you should be teaching those around you. You should be that voice to your friends, to your children, to your grandchildren. Um, Come on, God is this. This is and living that life so that example is there. I always think of Ertha right here because I always think um, Ertha was just someone we knew. It's family, but she prayed for her children and grandchildren. I pray for my children and grandchildren and children, great grandchildren and children that I don't know even yet because I want them to know. I want God to keep that protection around them so they have the ability to avoid all of this stuff. We can't end well if we quit. And there's a lot of things, I think, as you get older that makes it easier to want to quit. It's easy to just give up and say, I'm going to sit down and do nothing. I've, I've dealt with that myself a little bit. You just can't sit down and do nothing. You've got to end well. So stay, stay at it. Stay the course. Be encouraging one to another. But how about those people who are... We love our freedom. We love our freedom. We love to say, don't tell me what to do, and I'm not going to be <laughs> under the law. <laughs> and we love to say, don't, you know, I, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. I have Christians tell me all the time, I'll say, now, do you know what the Bible says about this? Well, I love Jesus, but I'm going to do what I want on that. And I'm going to live how I want, make the choices I want. Well, listen to me. That is not Jesus Christ, your King of kings and Lord of lords. That's something else. That's the religion that the Antichrist follows as well. He says, do what you want. Because you don't have anything to repent of. You don't have anything that's wrong in your life. You're just as fine as anybody else. Listen, the blood of Christ covers every sin. But that doesn't mean that you don't need to ask forgiveness for your sin. And it doesn't mean you don't need to surrender to Christ. And we love that freedom. It's an epidemic in our country that we love our choices. But then we, we will not accept the consequences of our choices. Mm -hmm. We allow the government to bail us out. We allow our family to bail us out and our friends to bail us out. And we pray that somebody else will take away the consequences. Listen, it doesn't work that way. And eventually the bill comes due. Mm -hmm. Right? Sure. And there's a time when God has done everything he can to save everyone he can. Mm -hmm. And he's extended grace for as long as he's going to. And the bill comes due. There comes and there time. comes a time when those who will not accept will perish. Mm -hmm. You know, the God who saves us from the wrath of the Lamb, the one who brings and allows and is in charge of the wrath is the same one that saved you from it. Mm -hmm. And he's the one you better call Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. right? And, and, and who the Lord too. has made free is free indeed. But you're not free to sin. You're free. The Bible says you're created unto good works in Christ Jesus. You are completely and totally free. To be a child of God with all the benefits that entails. Mm -hmm. 
if you'll surrender yourself to Christ. It's weird. It's like going down to go up. Mm -hmm. It's like, right? It's like giving up to win. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it other than he's the God of the paradox. And he he just it. is. And he knows it. He came down so that I can go up. Mm -hmm. Right? And I don't have to have the consequences of my choices. He took them to the cross if I call him Lord. Right? Absolutely. I hope that's been helpful. I hope chapter 6 has made some sense. Um, join us again next week. We should be hitting chapter 7, which we've got a little reprieve before we get to the 7th seal. So and he's faithful just to forgive you of everything. That that's right. <laughs> I can't leave that out. No matter what you've done, you're not disqualified. Go to him now. Yes, go to him, go to him don't, now. Don't even don't, run. Twice. Run. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Keep your Bibles out. Keep them open. Study. Read. We'll be back hopefully next week with chapter 7.